Hello and welcome back to my next episode of my podcast on the road to her, on the road to her 20s, on the road to my 20s, but I don't know, her is me, so you know. Um, I am going to say this again, I'm very excited to be doing this next episode, but I say that about every single episode, so clearly I'm a very excitable person. Um, today's episode is going to be, yet again, just me chatting random stuff to you. I'm alone for today's episode. Um, last week, obviously, you heard that I had my friend Izzy with me, but today I am on my own um, because it is on the road to my 20s so I am on the road by myself and um, so today I'm going to be chatting all about something that I'm very much passionate about I'm very um, excited about very um, you know it's something that I definitely had to do an episode about because it means a lot to me it's a very big part of my life and that is all about music so I think music is a part of so many people's lives and it really, particularly me, I have um, always been surrounded by music and always been really intrigued and really interested in the music industry and kind of everything to do with it. I think the main focus of that is because my mum is very musical, she's very um, very much into her music, her concerts etc and I've kind of took on kind of from her she's um very much influenced me to be very much involved and very kind of passionate about music and I'm very grateful for that because I've had so many amazing experiences with music um whether that be through concerts or whether that just be me listening to music now I think my experience with music I very much am one of these people that listens to a variety of different genres of music so one time you'll be hearing me listening to very much musical theatre but then the next minute I'll be listening to like pop rock etc now my main favourite um, genre of music I would probably say is pop um, only because my favourite musical artist would fall under the pop genre um, to some extent because I know some of their songs actually do cast under pop rock um, although yeah I would consider them to be pop which obviously if you haven't guessed already and most people who are listening to this are people in my life so they do know who my favourite musical artist is and that is the big amazing award winning I'm just going to big them up because they're so amazing One Direction. One Direction are a huge part of my life and have been for nearly 11 years and um, I will be speaking about them today but I won't be speaking to them too much in depth just because you know I do actually want to do an own episode dedicated to One Direction. Um, you might call me crazy for that but they have been such a big part of my life that I feel like it's only necessary that I talk about One Direction in a whole episode. So there'll probably be, I will mention them today but my main focus will be on other types of music because, yeah, One Direction kind of has the, the right to have their own episode because they are such a big part of my life and they have been for, like I said, for many years. Yeah, I've been very much um, influenced by different types of genres of music and I think I look back at this and, you know, every year, like, on Spotify, I don't know if it's for Apple Music um, users, I'm not an Apple Music kind of gal, I'm a Spotify gal, so every year obviously they do Spotify on rap so you see your top artists of the year and always number one my top artist for ever since I've been using Spotify has always been One Direction like it's never changed like all the other artists like fluctuate and they change every single year but it's always my top artist is always One Direction and I think because obviously yeah I'm a huge 1D fan I always have been I think yeah they will continuously stay at the top and I hope so because they're the artists that I do listen to every single day there's not a day what goes past where I don't listen to One Direction like there's other albums that I'll listen to and I'll go through phases where I listen to albums for a long period of time but like One Direction is that artist that I will literally go back and listen to every single day without fail and um, I feel like 
um there's so many different types of album out there that you have to be in different moods to, to like like so for example i am a big 1975 fan like I really enjoyed 1975 music but there are some days that I listen to them and I'm like no I'm not in the mood for 1975 it's the same with Lewis Capaldi I'm a big Lewis Capaldi fan but like you're not always in the mood for Lewis Capaldi because even though he's an incredible man he's great and you know I will talk about Lewis in a little bit because I want to go into depth but um not you're not always in the mood for sad music because a lot of Lewis well the majority of Lewis's music is your so-called kind of sad songs um, but then I feel like One Direction with One Direction, like there's sad and there's happy songs, so I can tailor it to suit my mood. Um, I think that's the one thing I do like is the fact that my music taste is so broad, like there is certain genres that I will listen to. Um, but yeah, like musical theatre has obviously been a big part of my life for many years. I want to do a whole episode about musical theatre and my love for musical theatre and theatre in general, because that's been a big part of my life for my whole life, really. But um, yeah, the musical theatre genre is actually a very much um, interesting music genre I'm very much passionate about and um, often I will have like different musical soundtracks in like my top um, tracks or top raps of the year in Spotify like I remember last year I think my um, in my top five artists um, Ben Platt was up there because the Dear Evan Hansen soundtrack is one of my all-time favourite soundtracks but it really contrasts to Brief Inquiry to Online Relationships which is the 1975's album they're so different albums but they're two albums I absolutely love and I would keep listening to over and over again and I remember you know in the lockdown one we had that little challenge thing where people had to like say their top like five albums or whatever and I found that the most difficult thing ever like for me like looking back at it now like I cannot pick top five albums top ten potentially but it would still be very much difficult um I was trying to think if I could think of my top 10 albums for this episode and kind of go through them and explain why they're my top 10 albums. But I just think to myself, I'm like, I don't even know if I can do it because there are some artists that I love several of their albums and they would definitely make the top 10. For example, One Direction, there is three albums that are in my top 10. Um, for Made in the AM and Midnight Memories are all top 10 worthy. The other two albums also incredible, but if we're talking about top 10, it's got to go to um, Midnight Memories, 4 and Made in the AM, 4 being my all-time favourite album of all time. Sometimes that changes, sometimes Midnight Memories, but most of the time it's 4. Um, and then obviously you've got the One Direction solo albums, because like Harry Styles released two albums, same with Niall, same with Zayn. Um, and I think about them, I'm like, what ones do I put in my top 10? Like, in... Um, I, I like I think about putting um if I put Harry in my top 10 do I pick HS1 or do I pick Fine Line like this is the problem I face and like Walls was released last year um Louis Tomlinson is like my complete idol but you know I've got to put Walls in my top 10 but then I've also got to put HS1 Fine Line Heartbreak Weather Flicker it just you know all of One Direction's solo artist albums would also all be in my top 10. Like, I love Liam's album. I love um, both of Zayn's albums. Three of Zayn's albums now, because Zayn's released three albums. Um, but um, it's really hard to narrow it down. And I think about it, I take a step back, and I'm like, I really don't know how I would pick a top 10 album. I just, I seriously could not think, because... There are some days where I will literally listen to the same music on repeat, but then there's other days where I'm just like, I, I take a look back and I think to myself, you know what, Molly, like, um, what, like for example, recently in the past year, I um, have probably gone back to listen to quite a lot of old school stuff. So me and my pal Nick, she will not mind me here saying this, me and her kind of listened to quite a lot of um, old, like 2005, 2006 kind of music. And we were also very much into like, 
boy bands like 90s boy bands so we often listen to things like NSYNC and like Justin Timberlake but we're also big like Britney Spears fans and I often listen to Britney Spears quite a lot like Britney Spears um my uh, prerogative album is one of my favorite albums of all time yet could I put that in my top 10 because um it's such a good album and it's like influenced my music tastes kind of because I've loved it since I was a little girl but like can I put that in there because you know is it the same is it on the same level as say four and made in the am I don't know um and this is what I've got to kind of think about and then another musical artist I also love is The Weeknd I love The Weeknd I love all of The Weeknd's artists like albums and um I have to like take a step back and I think you know what if I'm going to pick an album by The Weeknd I can't pick one because in my opinion, yeah, After Hours, which released last year, is one of the best albums ever created of all time, and that's a bold statement to make, but I think it's true. After Hours is seriously one of the best albums ever made, but then I also love other albums by the weekend, like Starboy itself. Starboy is also an incredible album, it's insane. Like Some of the music on Starboy is amazing, but you know, is every single song, do I love every single song, or is there a skip? Like. I um, was watching a video on YouTube the other day and it says the perfect album is where there's no skips. Like, I can't put a top album in my top 10 unless there's no skips. And I think, and I take a look back and I think, well, what albums do I think there's no skips? The three One Direction albums, there's no skips in them. Um, another album that I surprisingly would put in, um, like, it could not be in my top 10 because it physically would not make the top 10. But an album that I think is a perfect album that has absolutely no skips is handwritten by Shawn Mendes. Shawn Mendes um, is an artist that I um, kind of go in, like I kind of flip in and out of phases where I like Shawn Mendes. Like I love him as a person, he's a great person, but his music, you know, I love his music, don't get me wrong, but it's obviously not my typical music, um, you know, it's not my typical music of choice, but like I really enjoy Shawn Mendes' albums and Handwritten in particular, his first album has no skips. I think that album is an absolute masterpiece. I listen to it time and time again and I think I go through all of the songs and I think there's absolutely not one single skip in this album. And it's the same with um, things like um, George Ezra. I'm also a huge George Ezra fan and I have been since, you know, his first album. So you've got Wanted on Voyage and then you've got Staying at Tamara's. Both albums by George Ezra are two albums with no skips. They are both incredible albums and I'd have to put one of them in my top 10. But I think it would be really hard because my different moods, like for example, one day I would absolutely just listen to Stay in Tamaris, but then another day I'd listen to Wanted on Voyage and I think, well actually which one would make my top 10? At the moment it would probably be Stay in Tamaris, but like you know, it really, really depends on my mood. And it's the same with the 1975. Obviously, 1975 have quite a few albums. Like, 1975 um, is very different to Notes on the Conditional Form, which is obviously the newest album. And um, me and my friend have quite a lot of debates about this because, you know, what is the best 1975 album? I think it's one of the biggest debates because amongst 1975 fans, at the moment, I would say, in my opinion, my favourite album by the 1975 is A Brief Inquiry into, on, into Online Relationships, which is their second to last album. But I think the only reason I'm saying that is because my favourite songs, my most of my favourite songs are on there, but there is, in my opinion, some of the other albums are more superior because they have more better songs on them but because my favourite favourite songs on Brief Inquiry I automatically say that's my favourite but I don't know if it is like the 1975 the first album has in my opinion some of the best songs ever written like for example 
Sex by the 1975 is actually a masterpiece. And I I always listen to that song and I think it makes me cry. Like, this is one thing about me is Sex by the 1975 is a song that makes me cry. It truly makes me cry because I think it's a really emotional, sad song. And I don't think many people think that, but for me, it's one of the saddest songs ever written because I I listen to it every time and I just kind of... It makes me emotional. And when I heard it live, because I saw the 1975 last year you know you just really you have a deeper meaning when you have a deeper meaning of certain types of music and when you look into lyrics it just gets it just really gets you and it's like the first yeah the first 1975 album in my opinion has some amazing songs like robbers in my opinion yet again one of the best songs ever written robbers makes me cry and you know if you listen if you know if you see on spotify like if my friends see that i've listened to robbers all the time they're probably like oh my god what's she going through because you know it's one of my sad songs it's on my sad playlist is robbers by the 1975 but yet again an incredible song but then you look at the albums in between you look at their newest album like their newest album you know there is some amazing songs on there like um guys is the last song on the album i think it's the last song on the album quote me if i'm wrong but um i remember when i heard guys live when i saw them last year and i instantly fell in love like a lot of people a lot of 1975 fans instantly fell in love with too shy which is you know the maybe i would like you better if you take off your clothes i'm not singing properly on here um and um that song is you know was a very much popular song from the 1975 but in my opinion that wasn't my favourite song of the album because a lot of people said that was like they're one of their all-time favourite 1975 songs but in my opinion Guys the song Guys captivated me the most because it was very heartfelt like it was written you know to the band you know to play homage to the many memories they've made and I think that song definitely had the biggest impact on me and I really loved that song because I think especially through lockdown one I kind of looked at music in a very different way I um, looked a lot more deeper into music and um, looked at the meaning behind music and like behind lyrics and stuff and I think it really really did interest me and to kind of look at songs and kind of take a look back and think oh actually that means that and that means that because when you're listening to a song or when you're listening to an album you kind of have one preconception of something but when you actually know the hidden meanings behind things you actually think oh 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 that's actually a lot deeper than I thought like for example um obviously I'm part of like the 1D community I'm part of the Harry Styles fans like um when Harry released Fine Line back in December 2019 that album has so many amazing songs in it it's an absolute perfect album there's no skips in Fine Line or HS1 for it for that matter but um Fine Line um there's so many songs on there that people really like were trying to work out um what they meant um like for example the song golden um i remember when i first listened to the album um when i first listened to it cover to cover um because there are some albums that you have to listen cover to cover and i believe that and i believe there are some albums that you shouldn't listen to out of order that you have to listen to them in the order that they're set out because they tell a story and i think fine line is one of them like yeah don't get me wrong i do listen to fine line out of order quite a lot of the time but i think at some points in your life you should listen to an album especially when you're first listening to it because a lot of albums do tell a story and i definitely believe that was the case with harry styles fine line because he opens with golden and golden is you know most of you have probably heard it golden really shook me when i first listened to the album we'd heard um we'd heard lights up and we'd heard adore you 
um, I think maybe Watermelon Sugar, but we hadn't heard any of the other album. And I think Golden really was that song. I was like, wow, like, this is amazing. But then you listen to the other songs throughout the album and it really tells a story. And by the time you listen to the final track on the album, which is um, Fine Line itself, which is, in my opinion, the best song on the album, in I'm making a bold statement, but I would say probably one of the best songs ever written um, because it's so incredible it's it's just a masterpiece it's just like i can't even explain how good fine line is by harry styles because that song is like i can feel happy and i can feel sad and i will listen to fine line because there's so many different like it's got such a beautiful um like beautiful lyrics but beautiful melody that you can listen to when you're happy or sad and it's just incredible so yeah, but if you haven't listened to Fine Line by Harry Styles, the complete album, I don't know what you've been doing because it's just an amazing album. But yeah, that is definitely an album that tells a story and there's a, a complete narrative in that, in the album. So obviously when um, he released Adore You, that has quite a narrative towards it, especially in the video. Like if you've seen the video, it's all about a narrative. And um, I actually wrote about this in um, one of my essays for uni about how a lot of like musical production, they, they have to obviously entice and get fans to enjoy. But yeah, through stories and through narratives, it's actually a very um, good way of doing that. Um, and then flicking back to, yeah, like I said, um, I think a perfect album has to be no skips. And this is where I have to find it really difficult because yeah, I absolutely love things like 1D, Harry Styles, 1975, Lewis Capaldi, George Ezra, The Weeknd. But then I obviously love things like musical theatre, like I said. And in my opinion, certain film soundtracks are no skips. Mamma Mia 1 and 2, there is no skips in either of them. Mamma Mia is absolutely one of my all-time favourite movies. And the soundtracks are timeless. I There is not a single day that I will... You know, you put on Mamma Mia and you just feel uplifted, like, apart from some songs, especially in Mamma Mia 2. Mamma Mia 1, there's not really any sad songs, apart from Slipping Through My Fingers, which is actually just the most emotional song ever. But, like, in the second film, there's a lot more emotional songs. But a lot of, like, the up, like, the exciting, cheery songs in both Mamma Mia 1 and Mamma Mia 2 are just are sensational. And Mamma Mia 1 and 2 soundtrack, there is no skips. And the same with High School Musical. High School Musical has been a big part of my life since I was a little girl, like you know, High School Musical came out when I was four or five. And so, yeah, I've, I've had it in my life, my whole, you know, for many years. And yet again, High School Musical 1, 2 and 3, same with Camp Rock. They're both, they've both got amazing soundtracks and um, yet again, no skips in any of them, making them perfect albums, in my opinion. Like Bet On It and Scream, obviously they're both solos by Zac Efron. And, you know, obviously Zac Efron is... is the ultimate you know everyone loves a bit of Zac Efron um but he's yeah his two solos Bet On It and Scream I think are two oh they're them two songs are two of my all-time favorite songs and they're from a movie soundtrack and then I look back at old like music as well like I've been very influenced I, like I said my mum is very musical and musically inclined and um I absolutely love the um things like Fleetwood Mac like Fleetwood Mac are incredible there is such an amazing band and you know that's not cliche to say because everyone loves Fleetwood Mac like I don't know how you could not like Fleetwood Mac um all of their albums yet again are incredible and it's the same with Queen I absolutely love Queen Queen are one of those bands that have seriously impacted me um I've always loved Queen's music. I think Queen are an amazing band, but especially since Bohemian Rhapsody was released, the film, I remember watching that and I, yeah, I loved Queen's music before, but ever since then, I've just even loved it even more. And I will listen to Queen quite a bit because 
their music yet again has had such a musical impact on me and many people um, and then going on to my favourite thing that I love more than anything in the world and that is live music and concerts so I am a huge fan of live music and concerts and I've been so fortunate enough to have been able to go to a fair few amount of concerts in my lifetime like I mean like a fair few like before Covid last year I went to four concerts before we went into national lockdown in March so between um, between the months of January and March I went to four concerts so um I went to see so sorry I went to see um the Jonas Brothers and then I went to see Louis Tomlinson then the 1975 and then Louis Capaldi which you know all very very different so like the 1975 I saw them and then like two weeks later I saw Louis Capaldi and they couldn't be any more different but the vibes are so different at the concerts like the 1975 as you can probably tell like mosh pits but then Louis Capaldi it's like light and it's like got a phone out um you know singing along to someone you love which is just an amazing experience both concerts I think live music is the one thing out of kind of everything in lockdown that I've sincerely uh, sincerely I don't know the word sincerely seriously missed like yeah concerts were literally my favorite thing and to not be able to go to any live music was really kind of really sad and like I was supposed to go to a couple of concerts last year and you know I will go to them and hopefully as soon as they um as soon as um everything's okay I'm just waiting for Harry Styles to reschedule his tour um because you know a lot of people are starting to reschedule their tours now because obviously we've had a bit of a go-ahead from Boris saying that things are going to start to reopen um so hopefully because obviously the vaccine stuff hopefully Harry's going to announce kind of soon what he's going to be doing with his tour hopefully rescheduling it to the end of this year or next year so i'm very much excited to that very much excited to get back into the live music go back to concerts because it's nothing i love more um a big shout out to a, an artist a band that i absolutely loved and i discovered through concerts so last year i went to see louis tomlinson in concert um at scala which is a small venue in london um amazing venue absolutely incredible venue brilliant sound and um, I went to see Louis Tomlinson. It was a small concert in aid of, um, I think it was War Child. Yeah, it was War Child. It was a collaboration with the Brit Awards. And um, me and my mum went. We went to London and um, it was a Thursday. And um, we went in out in the cold for a little bit, but not as long as some people. And we went inside and um, I remember walking in. And I didn't, I knew the venue was small. Like I know it had a capacity, quite a small capacity because, you know, I'm used to going to like places like the O2, which have got a massive capacity. And um, I walked in there and I literally, we di I didn't realise that we'd be that close. And I literally was so close to the stage. I could literally see the artist very close. And obviously when Louis Tomlinson come on, it was incredible because, you know, I was that close to my absolute idol. And I was so excited and just, it was just one of the best experiences ever. Um, but a band was playing. I didn't realise that um, he was having a support group before he came on because I knew it was like a small venue. It was like um, quite a short, con not a short concert, but like it wasn't like a full on set um, from his whole album because he'd only released Wolves only two weeks before. Um, yeah, again, amazing album. But um, there was a band playing. And I actually looked at my mum and I was like, these are incredible. Like I was actually like, me and mum were like, wow, this band is so good. Like their energy was just, it was just electric. It was like, they just had so much energy. The songs were catchy. It was just a brilliant set. And it was a band called Only the Poets. And Only the Poets, I, yeah, I discovered them a year ago when I went to see Louis Tomlinson 
and ever since then I've really really loved the band I've been following them um for yeah like I said over a year now um very much into their new releases I stay up to date with their they're very good with social media and stuff and yeah I found them through going to another gig as they were support and they in my opinion it's a bold statement because I have seen many people support I've seen five seconds of summer support one direction and I've seen other people big artists support um other acts but I would say only the pilot's the best support act I've ever seen um when they supported one direction so yeah that's yeah that's my big statement but they were so good and I hopefully I'll be seeing them in the year um I'd love to see them on their own tour because they're just brilliant um, I know they're going on tour with um, Mr Tomlinson, um, which is so exciting for them, an amazing opportunity. I'm so looking forward to seeing what happens for the future with the band because they're just so good. But yeah, concerts for me, I think um, I've been going to concerts since I was a little girl. Yeah, my mum is also a huge concert goer, so she's kind of always took me. Um, I've seen One Direction three times um, and I've seen Harry before. Um, but I think concerts are i've been to concerts by myself i saw harry styles my by myself last time i saw the jones brothers by myself and um, that really doesn't bother me i'm going to see harry by myself next time um and then um yeah i've got hopefully a few in the works i saw george ezra two no was it two years ago surely it wasn't two years ago surely it was three years ago no can't be th no it was two years ago this month i saw george ezra at the o2 incredible amazing honestly such a good concert and I've been a big fan of George for a while and um, we managed to get tickets like quite last minute about two weeks before and he was brilliant live um also another uh, a big shout out to a, a band that I saw live that in my opinion um my friends will back me up here say it was one of the best concerts they've ever been to as well it was when we went to see years and years at Birmingham Marina they were sensational live years and years um we'd been fans years and years as well they're they're a great band but we went to see them and um yeah didn't really know what was going to be like we didn't know um what like, the vocals would be like what the sound would be like the performance and it was just a performance it was sensational ollie alexander who is the front man of years and years if you don't know um he was just brilliant and it was kind of a show it was like theatrical like he changed costume quite a bit and you know it was just an absolute masterpiece and i absolutely will always vouch for that being one of my favourite concerts because it was so good um it just was so incredible and so you know well put together and I absolutely loved it and I will you know I'll forever remember that concert because it was just amazing um so yeah shout out to years and years there and then we look at um other concerts I've been to one of the best decisions I ever made so I remember it's actually a really funny story so I, like I said, big fan of concerts and I will constantly look on Ticketmaster. Um, my favourite venue is the O2, O2 Arena. I've been to a fair few venues. I've seen people at Wembley Stadium. I've seen people at Birmingham Arena, also a great arena. I've seen people at Wembley Arena as well. Um, but the O2 for me is my personal fave place. I think because I've seen One Direction there twice. So instantly it kind of has quite a special place in my heart because anywhere I see 1D is like a big thing for me. Um, but the O2 I think has got the best sound um, and it's just brilliant. I just love the O2. Um, but yeah, I would constantly look on Ticketmaster for new concerts and new stuff to go to. Any opportunity for me to go see live music. And I remember I was sat in school um, and I had a free. I was in the library 
and I was just browsing ticket boxes as I always do. I think I was actually looking for, I was looking for some tickets for something actually. It was, I was looking actually for something. I think it was for the Jonas Brothers for the following year because I really wanted to go see the Jonas Brothers. I ended up going to see them. I got tickets for that two weeks before as well. And um, I saw on the website that um, Hugh Jackman was at the O2. I'm a huge, huge Jackman fan. I think he's brilliant. He was amazing, the great showman, amazing in Les Mis. And um, yeah, I'm a big fan of his work. And um, he was doing a concert at the O2. He did a few nights at the O2, I think it was. And um, his last night was that day. So I looked on the tickets and I found some tickets. I think it was for 40 quid. And you know what? I looked at myself and I thought, Molly, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't do it. You can't, you know. Within... 10 minutes, me and my friend had booked to see Hugh Jackman at the O2 that night. But anyway, we live about an hour away from London, so it's get the train up and stuff, but one of the best decisions of my life. So I booked those tickets about lunchtime. I was up in London by 5 p.m. going to see Mr. Hugh Jackman at the O2. Honestly, last minute plans, you know, being spontaneous sometimes is the best thing ever. Like, genuinely is. Like, when I went to see Hugh Jackman at the O2, he was brilliant. He was absolutely incredible. His vocals and his stage presence was amazing, as you expect from Hugh. Like, he's brilliant. But yet again, last minute plan is, um, you know, one of the best decisions I ever made. Sorry, that was a notification on my phone. I was hoping that it was going to be Harry Styles tweeting because I have his notifications on, saying about... Um, his tour but it's actually not it's actually George Ezra um tweeting about his podcast which is actually amazing I'll shout it out phone a friend it's brilliant I absolutely love it because yeah huge George fan um but looking on to the future of music I really hope um we get some more like music tours so I'm um, yeah I'm hoping obviously Harry that um he'll announce soon um, when he's going to reschedule his tour for. I would love to see Louis again. I'd love to see all the boys. I'd love to see Niall, Liam, Zane. Um, but then also, um, I've got my first proper festival this year, which is so exciting. So um, I am, in August, I am going to Reading Festival. Um, so me and two of my friends are doing the whole weekend and then a few of our friends are doing just the one day, but we're going to Reading Fest um, at the end of August. So if anyone's going to Reading Fest, let me know because I would absolutely love to see you guys there. Um, but yeah, I'm going to Reading Fest. I'm so excited. Um, and I don't know who I'm most excited to see because obviously Mr Capaldi's there and I've seen Lewis before and he, Lewis, oh, I can't even explain how much I love Mr Capaldi. His music's incredible. Like, how can you not love Mr Capaldi's music? Like, his album's just incredible. But his stage presence, his stage presence is just wow. Like, he's one of the funniest people ever. And I'm so excited to see him again at Reading. Um, yeah, so I'm very much excited to see um, Lewis. Obviously, we've got Stormzy, we've got Post Malone, we've got um, Disclosure. I think Disclosure's one of the acts I'm most like, looking forward to seeing. I'm a big Disclosure fan. I feel like the the atmosphere there is going to be incredible. Um, but yeah, I'm very much excited to go to Reading because, you know, hopefully by that point we're all vaccinated and it's just going to be amazing because we deserve this summer. But I am also looking into other festivals as well um, because... I just kind of want to make the most of everything. I've definitely looked into, I really want to go to Boardmasters in Cornwall and Newquay, um, but I keep refreshing the page because apparently it's, well, it's currently sold out, but you know, um, you know, constantly they do the resales and stuff, but if anyone wants to come to Boardmasters with me, hit me up because I would love to go. Um, and then also Park Life in Manchester. I'm thinking about going up to Manchester, see my pal Jazz. Um, up in Manchester in September to go to park life but still it all depends on certain things like living uni etc um, and I know there's a few like events in um, Brighton 
and um, between the months of august and september so hopefully i'll be going to one of them like live music anything for me to go to live music um but i'm hoping yeah we get some more tours announced soon because i just will spend all my money on concert tickets we yeah harry i want to actually one tour that i will desperately want to go to and i will get tickets for is the after hours tour the weekend is going on tour he's pushed it back to october 2022 but you know i'm definitely going to grab a ticket for that because yeah I, I love the weekend i think he's an amazing artist and he'll be incredible live i'm hoping we get some new music from mr capaldi soon i know he's working on an album um and i know george um i'm hoping he releases an album soon because yeah i've i've missed george music i think he released his last album in 2018 um and then obviously the 1D boys, yeah, I'd love to do uh, see if um, Liam does a tour, that'd be really good, because Liam's the only one that hasn't got a tour set up, but yeah, I would absolutely love to see Liam on tour, um, and yeah, Louis, I'd love to see him again, of course, and Niall, and Zane, but I don't think Zane will do anything at the moment, because obviously the new baby and stuff, but yeah, I'm so ready for live music to be back, I really am, like, it's such a big part of my life, and it always will be. And I really hope that we see the progress that we have always wanted. Like, you know, obviously we've had such a big year and big crowds is kind of going from only being able to see six people to being big crowds going to be such a big change for us all. But I think it's the change that we're all excited for, we're all going to be ready for. But yeah, I'm so buzzing to be back in um, the concert theatres again, to go outside, to go to my first festival hopefully maybe get another festival in um if anyone has any other festivals that they can recommend for me to go because yeah obviously i've got big ones so i've got um like i said i've got reading book i've had reading books since last september actually i've yeah i've had my reading tickets booked a while um but also like things like um yeah board masters i'm very much considering if i can get a resale um and park life um but i don't know yet obviously things depend um but yeah so thank you for listening to this episode and please actually let me know when this is interactive what is an album that you think is perfect and has no skips because as you can hear i have many that i don't think have any skips at all and i'd like to know what your perfect album is but thank you for listening and i look forward to speaking to you next week thanks everyone bye